This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege. At this time, let us go into prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you. We praise you. We truly honor you. We honor you for all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. Father, we thank you for that one, that one today that have waited patiently for the broadcast. I ask you to bless them and enable them to go forth that they might receive something of your word. Father, we praise you. I honor you. I ask you to allow me to decrease while you increase in my life. I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. We thank God for this day, for this is the day that he has made. And we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. We thank God for what he's doing, amen, and what he's going to do. So many, so many have been cut off or even didn't have the opportunity that you had. It's a sad situation that these people go into these schools and uh, uh, shoot these children, these babies, even though uh, they are not age of accountability. Uh, so if the mother and father live right, they'll see them again. Amen. But they are going to have to do that, which is right, in order to see them again. I thank God for uh, his mercy because it could have been us that he cut off, but yet he has us prepared to do even more that we can even thank or believe. We thank God that, uh, amen, uh, started last week, we played an old uh, message. Uh, some of you that listened uh, faithfully, you knew that was an old message. Uh, my honey-to-be had a birthday in April, April 15th. But nevertheless, old faithful I called my truck. I named it Old Faithful because I got 500,000 miles on it. And it's been running. And finally, last Thursday, it I got ready to get on the interstate, and it says, no, I don't feel like going. 
So the fuel pump went out. But nevertheless, I'm believing the Lord will be back rolling very, very soon. So we ask you to continue to pray. Amen. I'm not there today uh, as well. So, But I will, if the Lord say the same, I'll be there on next week. Amen. Uh, I'm believing God that everything will be all right. Uh, I Not only I wanted to talk about, I, I heard uh, a preacher on the YouTube. Believers, let me tell you something. The enemy is going forth as never before. And when I say he's going forth as never before, he's going forth and deceiving the hearts of the people. And he's deceiving them simply because of the fact that we are not reading our Bibles. We are not accepting what the Word of God says. If we accept what the Bible says and begin to live by the Bible, then we can have that life and that more abundantly. Now, you may, they may feel that if I get a few dollars, I have that life more abundantly. I'm able to live like I want to live. But believers, I promise you, it will be a judgment day. It will be that we are going to have to give an account of the deeds done in our mortal bodies. And because we got to give an account of the deeds done in our mortal bodies, a whole lot of things we are doing, we are going to have to uh, stop. It'll be, I'm sorry, it'll be too late to stop because judgment day will be at hand. And if judgment day will be at hand, then I promise you, I promise you, you're going to have to give an account to the deeds done in your mortal body. That's what the scripture says. And I believe that we're going to have to give an account simply because of the fact that we have the word of God. We, yes, we have the word of God. And we, and, and you know what? We we take the word of God lightly. Now, why I say that we take it lightly? Because of the fact that the people are not standing on the very thing that they are reading. Yeah, we read something, uh, but it doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't mean nothing to us. And the reason it doesn't mean nothing to us, because nobody else is doing it. So if nobody else is doing it, we feel that, okay, we don't have to do it. But I promise you, I promise you, you're going to have to give an account. You're going to have to, because even if it ain't nothing but you listen to this broadcast and you heard truth and you ignored just truth you heard, you say it, oh, no, that's Brother Well's opinion. You know, uh, it's like my... My sister said, well, we can take the word of God and everybody going to get a different opinion of it. I said, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, I do not accept that. And I do not accept that because if the Bible say, be ye holy, for I am holy, there's no other way you can take that. If the Bible say, follow peace with all men, 
and holiness without which no man should see the Lord. It's no other way you can accept that. It's, it's certain scriptures uh, you can uh, maneuver and you can say, well, it's kind of like the Bible says, uh, men should not wear long hair. And and they'll say, well, how long is too long? For me, too long ain't long. Ain't uh as long as it's not over my shoulders, that might not be too long. But the truth of the matter is, if you have a spirit of God within you, the spirit of God will convict you and lead and guide you into the direction that God would have you to go. I promise you, I promise the only reason it doesn't do it is because you override the spirit of God and you want to do what you want to do. Amen. That's right. You want to do what you want to do. And what you want to do is not necessarily right. See, the Bible tell us in uh, Corinthians, yeah, Corinthians, the 10th chapter, and for though we walk in the flesh, we do not uh, uh, we do not walk after the flesh. For the weapon of our warfare are not carnal. See, we focus in on the wrong thing, believers. We focus in on the fleshly things we can see. Oh, yes, yes, that's, that's what we focus on. And you know what? That's not what the enemy doing. The enemy is setting you up in order. We looking at it's kind of kind of like you looking at the car, but you should look at the one who driving the car. The car only doing what that person that's driving, speeding, turning. It ain't the car. It's the person that's driving the car. It's not your flesh. I, I mean, it's not your spirit, because you're not feeding your spirit. You are feeding the flesh. So if you're feeding the flesh, the flesh going to do what it feels good. Whatever feels good to the flesh, you're going to do it. other words, that's why we even try to find a fellowship, fellowship that agrees with our flesh. Oh, yes. We will say, yes, I, I, I just had that. I just didn't deal. I can't deal with that church. Oh, really? Supposing, suppose now, now if the church is not teaching the word, then I agree with you. But if the church, if the pastor, if he's teaching the word of God from the Bible, then what is the problem? You say, but brother, where? All these preachers ain't preaching. You're right. Some of them, according to the Bible, some of them is chosen by the devil. Right on over in the 11th chapter of the same book, Corinthians. So they are chosen by the enemy to, dis, uh, to disarray or 
to uh, get you to do the wrong thing. That's that's his subject, his mindset, and he deals only in the flesh. Do you understand? The devil can't deal in the spiritual man. See, once you surrender your spiritual man unto the Lord, that spiritual man will find itself uh, obeying the word of God. But see, he don't want you to obey the word of God. You know why he don't want you to obey the word of God? Because of the fact that the word of God is true. And the flesh do not like truth. The flesh walls against the spiritual man. This is why the Bible began to talk, even on down. Let's go on down. It says, for our weapon, our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to pull down stronghold. Now, when an individual is lusting, that's a stronghold. When an individual are uh, uh, seeking after the dollar, that's a stronghold. They'll do anything for that dollar. Uh, they'll do wrong to receive that dollar. If they lusting, they'll do whatever it takes to fulfill that lust. Then they turn around and they feel bad and they repent. Oh, God, I'm sorry about that, Lord. I ain't going to do it no more. Knowing all the time they are not repenting from the spiritual point of view. They're just uh, uh, repenting from the flesh. Why? Because they believe that if they can, and some preachers even say this, believers, they say, oh, as long as I'm uh, speaking, uh, I repent, I'm all right. But guess what? That's not repentance if you keep doing it over and over and over. Now, the Bible goes on to say, here's what we, you got to do. You got to get rid of these strongholds because he told you to uh, pour down the stronghold. Then the next verse says what? Casting down imagination of everything that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you saying, Brother Ware? I'm saying anything you're doing, and it's against the knowledge of God, that is not of God. You say, but wait a minute, wait a minute, Brother Ware. You can't read everything in the Bible. Well, guess what? You can reference everything that you're doing from the Scripture, now, we might not study the scripture to find out what we are doing. And you know what? Here's another thing. A whole lot of people saying, well, I don't see it in black and white. I don't see that. Uh, this. But guess what? You can look at the scripture and you accept what the Bible says. And I promise you, the Bible will condemn it. If a man, if a man is smoking, he said, well, I... I'm just using that. I can go in the Bible and find out anywhere where God said I shouldn't smoke a cigarette. But wait a minute. God said that you shouldn't defile your temple, right? God said that you should uh, 
keep your temple clean. Now you look on that pack of cigarettes or the pack of cigars or whatever, however they come, uh, it will tell you it is dangerous for your health. But wait a minute. You say, but brother, where? It, that's for my health. That's for my flesh. That ain't for uh, me. Oh, you are your flesh. The Bible says the Spirit of God dwells in you. And you need nobody to teach you anything. The Spirit of God will, that anointing, that abide in you. What anointing? That anointing that convicted you, that anointing that says, you know what, you need to uh, be saved. If you allow that anointing, if you allow that anointing that says that, you ain't got a problem. But see, the problem comes when you don't allow that anointing. You shove that over the side. You say, oh, no, I, I don't believe in this or I don't believe in that. Well, ain't nobody else doing this. And so why should I be concerned about this? Why should I be concerned about that? The truth of the matter is you need to be concerned. Why? Because God have called you. God have chose you. God have put you in a position that ain't nobody else in or uh, a whole lot of people are in. Why? Because he want to teach you. He want to lead you. He want to guide you into righteousness. Now, if you want to be guided into righteousness, then you got to be obedient. And see, one thing about it, brothers and sisters, you can say what you want to say. When you're doing wrong, it's an alarm. It's an alarm within you will tell you, uh-uh, that ain't right. You know something wrong. And then what we'll do We'll go and find somebody. I don't see nothing wrong with it. And then if that person say, well, yeah, there's something wrong with it. And then we uh, say, well, I don't feel like, I feel good in my spirit about it. I don't feel condemned. Well, guess what? What you're trying to do, you are trying to justify yourself. Oh, yes. See, the Bible says, Gifford says, casting down imagination and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ, of, uh, against the knowledge of God. Uh, listen, and, well, and bring it, uh, br and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, how can I bring everything in the thought? I got to give up my way. I got to allow my spirit, man, not my flesh, man, not my idea of this or that. No, ma'am. No, sir. I have to allow the spirit of God. The spirit of God will lead and guide me. See? Again, we're coming back to there. So if we're coming back to that, then I've got to believe 
that the Lord will direct me. He will let me know. But see, a lot of you, see, let's, let me tell you what, let me turn to it right quick. Then I'll come back. I'll come back to that. Uh, the Bible says, here you go, first epistle of John. First epistle of John, the second chapter, and around the 27 verse. It says this, but the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and you need not that any man teach you, but the same anointing teaches you of all things and is true. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said, but brother, well, we got to have preachers. We got to have pastors. We got to have this. Oh, yes, we we we, we really got to have these things. Uh, but here's what it's saying. You don't need that. When the pastor preach, beloved, I want you to understand that when somebody, I don't care who it is, even if it's a child, giving you the word, when they are giving you the word, you have to understand it ain't uh, them. No, it ain't them. It's the Spirit of God moving in them, and you'll know, wait a minute, it's something. They said it different. Somebody else could have said it 50 times another, the same way, but you didn't hear it. You know why? because they were saying it and out of their concern. They wasn't saying it according to the Spirit of God. But see, when the Spirit of God speaks through me or through another man of God or through someone that uh, 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 who we can say, Oh, I, I I I believe what this brother said. I believe what this person said, or whatever. Now, the reason you believe what they said, it takes the spirit of God to give you to understand. You see what they said? But the anointing which ye have received. See, when you got convicted, when you got saved, it was not you of your own. You couldn't do it on your own. The Bible said that in in uh, St. John the 15th chapter and around the uh, what? Around the uh, 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 15th uh, chapter and around the uh, some, what verse? What verse I want? 16th verse. Jesus said this, ye have not chose me, but I have chose you and ordained you that ye should go forth and bring forth fruit. Now, wait a minute. The only reason you're not bringing forth fruit, you're not listening to the Spirit of God. Because that same Spirit that convicted you, that same Spirit that uh, saved you, you are saved to be saved. You are striving to be obedient to the Word of God and to allow the Spirit of God, to come in and transform you. You see, you are not being transformed if you are going in a form of godliness and doing what you want to do. I'm sorry. You are not being conformed. 
You know why you're not being conformed, brothers and sisters? Because you have a made-up mind not to yield to the Spirit of God. And listen now, the Spirit of God, people say, well, I don't understand the Bible. You understand what God wants you to understand. Listen, if you got a new car and if we uh, have a new, if you have a new car, they got a, a manual, uh, they got a manual uh, in the car for that particular car. And most of us don't read it. We just might look through certain things if we couldn't have a uh couldn't understand it. But everything you need to know about this particular car is in that manual. The Bible is our manual. So we got to go and look through the Word of God in order to get the understanding on what we need to get. We can't uh, go and do what we want to do and expect to please God. Usually, it's up, it, it, it upsets your flesh. What you mean by upsets your flesh? I don't necessarily like doing everything that the Scripture tells me to do. Why? Because uh, it's against the things that the flesh likes. The Spirit is against it. And because the Spirit is against it, then we find ourselves yielding and not being what God would have us to be. And then we live contrary. We go contrary. You say, well, wait a minute. Uh, Brother Wes, you just told us that you wasn't able to come here because you had car problems. That's the way Brother Ware see it, okay? I, I, I could be, God could be preserving me. The Spirit of God could be preserving me. I, I know one thing, if I had a went on that road and got halfway to Atlanta, I would have been in a whole lot worse shape than just getting on 85, getting up to 85 and, and, and the uh, fuel pump went out. So guess what? God leaves it. He got. He says, "Look, I don't need you to go right now, because he's. Avo- I could be avoiding something that I don't even know." You say, "Well, brother, where well, you believe that? I don't believe that. I believe this or that." Well, you can believe what you want to be. I'm not here to tell you you can't believe what you want to believe. I'm here to tell you what the Bible said. And the Bible said that uh, the anointing that I received when I repented of my sin, it caused me to repent. It causes me to go forth in him. And I'm not going to change the direction that God have already laid the foundation in my life. See, I got a foundation laid, and I'm going to follow the foundation in order that I might receive the benefit. What you mean benefit, Brother West? Receive that life and that more abundantly. No, no, no. We, we Listen to me. We don't have the, the money to support us 
and all this. But guess what? God yet provides. God yet blesses. God yet put it on somebody's heart, somebody's mind to do whatever needs to be done. Why? Because if I'm abiding in the word and the word is abiding in me, I'm going to do what the word says. Well, I got to go on break. I'll be back in a um, couple of minutes or so, and we'll go from there. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Praise God. Praise the Lord. We are back. We are back. I promise you, if the Lord say the same, we will be there on next week. But we are not there this week uh, because of uh, car problems, uh, truck problems. And uh, I'm not complaining. Amen. I go up and down the road and the Lord blessing me to get there, to come back. And uh, it's a blessing. So sometimes I might need to take a break. I might don't don't even know what God is doing. Sometimes we do things and we complain. I try not to complain because I believe that according to the word of God, if I abide in him and he abide in me, then whatever I ask, it will be done. I believe that, believers. No, I don't ask for no, I don't, I'm not trying to be no millionaire. No, I'm not trying to do that, but I am trying to be obedient to the Word of God. And the reason I'm trying to be obedient to the Word of God, because I understand. Look at the situation around you. Look at the things, how it exploded, how things exploded tremendously against uh, God. It just, I mean... We got more death. We got more, uh, uh, I mean, people's marching to kill babies, people's marching to for their rights. Nobody is looking at, I want God's right to be done. I, because God is a just God, and God would not allow uh, me to go through anything that's not according to his will. 
So because of that, so many people are losing out. Do you hear what I'm saying? We're losing out on God. And still are we obeying God, we are going further and further away from God. And that's the sad part. When we go further and further away from him, we are looking at doing things our way. Do you know God got a plan? God got a plan. I know so many of you probably lost loved ones uh, in the COVID uh, plague. Yeah, you many lost loved ones, but they ain't lived that there. If they was prepared to go, guess what? They out of their problem. They're out of um, the heartache. They're out of the things that's against them. There's resting, waiting for the judgment day. I know that doesn't soothe anybody because I don't lost people. I don't lost mother, father, wife. I don't lost a whole lot of people. But the truth of the matter is I always look and say, Lord, what is your will in this? I can't uh, do what these hypocrite preachers tell you to do. Honey, you speak those things as though they not, as though they were. And that sounds good. But let me tell you something. If you uh, have, if death come knocking on your door, you can speak all you want. And I promise you, I promise you, you ain't going to tell death to come back later. I'm not prepared. I remember it was a, a, a guy, and I'm getting back to the word, a guy that um, was a slim of the slim and the supreme angel. He had a song out one Mother's Day or something, Mother's Day program or something. I don't know. But anyway, he said, uh, this lady was so beautiful, and then death came. And death came to a house, but it, it wasn't her time. And he went to another house, but he said, I'll be back. Now, listen, we cannot outrun death, folks. We cannot talk him away. And you say, well, Brother Way, why are you on the radio telling us about gloom and gloom? No, I want you to be prepared because it is appointed. The Bible says, we have an appointment. Now, if we have an appointment, I want you to be prepared when that appointment comes. And when that appointment comes, you can uh, give your money to the preacher and think that he's talking about moving on faith. And brother, where I can't deal with negative, negative. No, no, no. You don't want to deal with reality. You got to get yourself in order because, as I was saying, we have the Holy Spirit. Those of us that have repented, you have the Holy Spirit. Now, since you have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, now, if you don't repent it, now, if you ain't repenting, then the Holy Spirit tugging at your heart. That's the only way you looking at this, uh, listening to this program. The Holy Spirit is tugging at your heart. Because if the Holy Spirit wasn't tugging at your heart, 
guess what? You wouldn't even fool with it. You wouldn't even deal with it. You wouldn't even allow it to even your turn because you want to hear something else. You want to hear something that sounds good to the flesh. Now, the same anointing, let's get back to the book. Well, I, I, I left you holding on, holding the bag. Let me let me finish what I was saying. Then I get back. Only thing I'm trying to do is prepare you to be the servant of God that he have called you. He have chose you. And just like uh, someone prepared for a wedding, you have a date, you have a time, and you make preparation. And when that day comes, the peoples are invited, the, the person is there and everything. And guess what? You make that fulfillment. So it is with we meeting Christ. We preparing to meet him. I don't want to meet him any kind of way. I don't want to meet him trying to get ready to meet him. No, I want to meet him because I know I was been making preparation for this. Now, the Bible said, as I was saying, but the anointing which ye have received of him abides in you if you are saved, if you have surrendered your life, then you are saved to be saved, meaning this. God pulled you out of the world. You're not in love with the world. You're in love with the word of God. You want to learn the word of God. You want the word of God to be your teacher. You want the word of God to, to, to help you to walk and that God might be pleased with your walk. That's what you want. I mean, if you are saved now, if you are not a saved, now it's a different story. If you're just trying, as they say, trying to be saved, you don't be you, you you ain't get saved that way. You don't get saved trying to be saved. You get saved because you surrendered yourself to the Lord and you repented of your sins and you believe that the finished work of Christ, meaning him shedding his blood. In order for you, uh, your blood can be cast and see a forgiveness and remember no more. All right. The anointing which ye have received of him abides in you, and ye need no man to teach you. Meaning, if Brother Ware is under the anointing of God, and I'm telling you something and you're saying, Brother Ware is talking to me. No, it's not Brother Ware. It's the Spirit of God that's using Brother Ware to talk to whoever needs this word. That's what that means, that the Holy Spirit will teach you, will guide you. And then it goes on to say, uh, but the same anointing, the same anointing teaching you of all things, truth, and is no lie, and even as have taught you, you see, he already taught you, he, to, he taught you to repent. 
give your life to him. He taught you that. Amen. And when he taught you that, then you did that. And then you must fulfill in that. Now, so we go back over, says uh, what we were saying, casting down imagination and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought of obedience to Christ. Why I got to bring it in, uh, uh, in obedience? Because my flesh is contrary to the Spirit of God. The Bible teaches us that in the book of Galatians. It let us know that no, 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 no. Uh, uh, in, in Galatians, it said that, wait a minute, if I yield to the flesh, then I'm going to do things of the flesh. If I yield to the Spirit, then I do things of the Spirit. Now, who are you yielding to? Who is you giving yourself to? How is it that you saying you love your, the Lord, but you're giving yourselves to contrary of the Lord? You're doing the opposite of the Lord. See, the Bible says uh, that now the work of the flesh, which is adultery, fornication, unclean, lasciviousness, adultery, witchcraft, hatred, vagueness, emulation, and wrath. And listen, all this envy, murder, drunkenness, railing, uh, and such like, which I tell you before, as I also told you in time past, that, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Listen, folks, now I know the devil will come behind me and say, oh, God ain't concerned about this. He ain't concerned about your sins. He ain't concerned about uh, what he know you are trying. He know you are weak in the flesh. He know this and he know that. Well, the Bible got the answer to that. Say the fruit of the spirit the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and against such there is no law. What law? The law of sin and death. The law of sin and death have been taken away. Why? Because I'm abiding in the fruit of the spirit. I have cast down every imagination that exalted itself against the uh, knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought of obedience to Christ. I want to be obedient. I want to be what he would have me to be, not what somebody think I am. See, we got we got this mindset, I want to be what pleases uh, this person or what pleases that person. I want them to see me, you know, uh, as a certain person. So you portray yourself as a particular person. But the truth of the matter is 
if I stay around you long enough, the real you will stand up. And guess what? God knows the real you from the inner thoughts. You ain't got to say nothing. So guess what? He knows whether you want to do right or whether you want to do wrong. He knows that. And see, the Bible let us know, not just like Judas. Judas Iscariot was with Christ. He saw the miracles. He saw the healing. He saw them being on the ship going to the other side. And all of a sudden, the turmoil raised up and the wind began to blow and the ship began to take on water and they all got scared, not knowing that Christ is in the ship too. Now, wait a minute. That should have been confident. That should have been something that gave them come. Well, we know we got the Messiah in the ship with us. So guess what? He ain't going to allow this to happen. And plus, he don't told us, let's go to the other side. So his word is out. They got to go to the other side. But they didn't see it that way. But I'm trying to come back to Judas. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Judas saw he had to be on there. And lo and behold, he saw what kind of a man would stand up. And because they had to wake him up, first of all, he was so comfortable in the storm that he was sleeping. And they had to go wake him up. And then he stood up. And he began to rebuke them for no faith. If they didn't look at nothing else, they should have looked at where he owned him. And he done told us to go to the other side. So guess what? We being obedient. We doing what he have asked us to do. So it shouldn't be a problem. But guess what? It was a problem, believers. You know why it was a problem? So it is today. When God tells you to do something and the things don't look like it's supposed to look or be like it's supposed to be, the first thing you go to doing is what? Complain and giving the devil praise. Well, you know, the devil did this and and the devil was using this and the devil used that. Wait a minute. What about what Christ said? What about how he said? Now, if you know his will, that's a different thing if you don't know his will. But if you know his will, then the Bible telling you, what, cast down imagination and bring every high thing, everything that's coming against what you believe and what you think. You say, wait a minute, nah, uh I ain't accepting that. And the reason I'm not accepting that, because God didn't say that to me. What God told me to do, I'm doing. So guess what? There is no reason on earth that you should take down. You should stand firmly on the word and know that I'm walking in the spirit. I'm not doing it to glorify flesh. If I was doing it to glorify flesh, then guess what? I can see that uh, that I'm not able to do it. 
but I'm doing it to glorify God. Are you really doing it to glorify God? That's what I want you to uh, uh, run through your mind, your heart. Whatever you're doing, I don't care uh, what you're doing, what you want. How is it that, uh, and, and I was reading Corinthians today. I, I really was. Before I uh, did this uh, broadcast, I was reading, and it was talking about relationship. I was reading the seventh chapter of the book of uh, Corinthians, and I was saying, wait a minute. We have to even know when it comes to relationship, God, can I serve you in a better in that position? Whether I'm going to be married or whether I need to stay single, what, whatever. And because we don't do that, we don't cast down imagination for being a particular area that we are in. And when you don't do that, brothers and sisters, you get in a trouble then. And you know what happened? Somebody said, well, you know, I thought he was of the Lord. And I found out he really wasn't of the Lord. We used to pray together, but now he don't have time to pray. Or she used to pray with me. Now she don't have time to pray. If this person, uh, uh, if you're single and seeking a, a mate, you need to ask this question. Will they make me serve God better? by having them in my life or not having them, that's the key word. Whether it's going to make you be obedient to God more so than doing what you want to do. Why? Because time is near, folks. We don't have a whole lot of time. So whatever direction that God is leading you, make sure it's God leading you, not the flesh. See, check out the flesh. Check out Galatians, the fifth, the fifth chapter, beginning down to the um, 21st verse. Or check out the spiritual man. When you put them together, when you say, wait a minute, uh, I believe. It, that's, how, that's what Paul said here in Corinthians, the seventh chapter. He, he said, uh, if you have a mate, then you can serve. If you, don't, you have to serve the mate and then serve God. Okay? But if you, have, if you are alone, then you can only serve the Lord. You don't have to give an account. Now, weigh it out. Check it out. Is it going to make you do better by having a mate? They say, then, now he did say, uh, every man have his own proper gift. Uh, he said that I would, that man was as I, but every man have his proper gift. Some men do not, uh, cannot be that way, and others can. Now, the Bible wants you to know. You say, well, Brother Webb, boy, you just going from place to place. No, I'm trying to get you to do what? To pull down, get ready, 
the imagination that exalted itself against God. Even if you got a mate in your life, pull it back. Get it back and see if that is what God would have you to do. See if that what God would have you to go. I'm trying to get you to quit going on this naming and claiming uh, stuff, but standing flat-footed on the Word of God and allow the Word of God to be exalted and you you in, uh, decrease and allow the Word to increase in your life so that others can get saved. You got folks, listen to me, listen to me. You got people's right in your own family. They need to be saved. And God loved that you. He chose you out of your family. You are different. You are a different individual. But yet, you are living worse than some of them. And it ought not to be that way. That's why he allowed you to know. That's why he would have you for such a time as this to pour down imagination that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Because so many things can get us to against the knowledge of God, believers. No way. No way do we need to be doing what we are doing. I'm sorry. When we have uh, sought God's will, God's way. And you know why? Because time is running out. It is high time that you be obedient to what the Lord have chose you to be. Yes, you have, you need to surrender, get rid of them thoughts. Like I say, cast them down. Every imagination, anything that seems to be doing something, get rid of it against the knowledge of God and bring it into uh, 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 captivity, obedience to Christ. Having, uh, listen, having readiness, readiness to reveal all uh, just uh, just dislike, disobedience, uh, you going against that which you know, you really know. God is not pleased with some of the things you're doing. We ain't talking about the, uh, this little bitty. Uh, we ain't talking about the big thing. See, the Bible says the little bitty foxes spoils the vine. It's the little bitty thing that you're doing. It's the little bitty folks that you're hanging with. It's the little bitty folks that you're entertaining. Folks, come back and be all that God done chose you. Because listen now. And I'm closing with this, and, and I know you don't heard me read it, and I'll read it again. It says in the 11th chapter of Second Corinthians, for such a false apostle, deceitful work, and transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself was transformed into an angel of life. Therefore, it is no great thing that his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness. Who in shall be according to their according to their work? Believers, let me tell you something. God has chose you. 
He has chose you to be different. He has chose you to follow righteousness. And I promise you, you are a unique vessel. You are cho- you are set aside to be obedient to God. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, I truly honor you. I thank you for this time. Enable me to come before your peoples and speak a word of encouragement. Therefore, they can go forth and be and do that which you would have them to be and do. Now, Father, I ask you to bless that one. Bless that one in a special way. God, that's striving to be obedient to you. Encourage their heart to let them know that they can stand and be all that you have chose them to be. And, Father, we just thank you. I praise you, Lord. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, believers, as we close today, we would love to hear from some of you. Sit down and write us or be a blessing ever how the Lord leads you. And not only that, pray for Brother Weir. Amen. I need your prayers. And the reason I need your prayers is because of the fact that I'm believing God to do even more than what we are doing now. So guess what? I need your prayers. I don't want to be moving in flesh. I want to be moving in him. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. All right. You can call me at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Or... You can uh, go online, uh, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. We will be glad, more than happy to hear from you or that you can uh, go forth. And if you're going through, if you need uh, a word of encouragement, we can do that. All right. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems that you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper death in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. 
It's too important to give up for real.